So in today's episode, I want to talk about, um, I want to take a sort of like break for a second from the like kind of political uh, anti-capitalist kind of conversations we've been having um, just a little bit because we are still going to touch on some things. But uh, I want to revisit the conversation around productivity and being more productive. And I want to reframe that conversation in such a way that we can understand uh, there's actually a better goal to have. Now, one of the things that people write in to me about all the time, like I literally get this message constantly is like, what advice do you have for being more productive? How can I be more productive? How can I get more done each day? How can I show up more and, and stay focused and, and all of these things? And over the years, I've talked about a number of strategies. I've, I've been a, a, a preacher for the Pomodoro technique. That's something that I still use to this day. And for those of you who are not familiar, maybe you're new to the show, the Pomodoro Technique is a productivity system where you set a timer for 25 minutes, you work until the timer goes off, you take a five-minute break, do another 25, and then after five sets of that, you take a longer break, and that break can be anywhere from 10 minutes or 30 minutes. It's an approach that has worked incredibly well for me in my life. Um, It's really allowed me the opportunity to stay focused, especially around projects that I'm like not particularly excited about. Something about having that ticking timer and knowing that you just have to make it through this like little sprint is incredibly useful for getting focused and staying focused. So I'm no stranger to the conversation around productivity, but lately... As I've been thinking about my own work, what I do on a day-to-day basis, everything from this podcast to the app that I'm building to my full-time job, which I, I do have a full-time job now, um, and, and a number of other projects that I'm working on and consulting things that I'm doing, as I, I look and sort of survey the broad list of things that need to be done each day, I'm starting to realize there is a limit to what productivity can produce. And what I mean by that is being more productive is not necessarily the answer to operating and and doing your best when you are dealing with too many things. Now, here's why. And and, uh, to explain this, I want to talk a little bit about the differences between productivity and effectiveness. So productivity, the way that I view it, is about quantity. It's about getting things done, checking items off a list. The word productivity does not make any judgment about whether or not you did the right things. It's just about producing work, getting stuff done. And so finishing 10 tasks in a day, regardless of the value of those tasks, is productive. Like that is a productive thing to do. You had a, an objectively productive day. You got all of these things done. However, as I said, it has no measure of the value of that task about whether or not you should have done those tasks. All it measures is whether or not you did them. 
Effectiveness is about quality. So it's the quality of your work in terms of was this the right thing to be working on? So the measure of effectiveness would be finishing two tasks that are the most important things you should be doing. So instead of finishing a whole list of 10 items and checking everything off and feeling great because you were productive, you instead finish two things that were incredibly important and necessary in order to move something forward. At a basic level, that's how I view the differences between productivity and effectiveness. And in my view, something I've come to realize, effectiveness is far more valuable. Now, that's not to say that these two things have to be mutually exclusive. I completely understand that they can exist together and exist within the same universe. You can be wildly productive and effective at the same time. I completely get that. Um, but I do think that they are often dealt with as complete opposites. And one of the reasons for this, which I'm, I'm going to talk about in a little bit, is like what's required in order to accomplish each of them. Being effective often requires different things than being productive. And, and that leads to not always being able to do both at the same time. So oftentimes you do have to choose. Are you going to be productive or effective? Most of us choose productivity. Now, why does productivity dominate? Well, I've talked about this before, uh, but for, for those of you who are new to the show, let's talk a little bit about the history of personal productivity. So I'm just going to give a super, super brief overview here, but feel free to look all of these things up. Um, and I'll, of course, provide some sources as well in the description. So back during, I believe it was the Industrial Revolution, um, when whatever period of time in America, especially uh, that factory work was the dominant sort of type of work. Of course, you still had people working farms, you still had people doing other things, but the dominant job was working in a factory. Um, those people, when they originally got into those jobs, they were highly, highly skilled. They knew how to do the whole process. They could make whatever widget it was from beginning to end. They knew how the, the, the uh, cookie was crumbled, so to speak. But what you get in that type of environment is a lot of really, really highly talented and qualified people who are maybe not working as efficiently as they could be because they are spending time switching from task to task. They are thinking about what needs to happen next and trying to plan ahead. They're doing the labor as well as the strategy at the same time. And when you try to do both of those at the exact same time, because they use different parts of your brain, you end up just moving a lot slower. Um, so that was how sort of like the workforce started. And this guy, Frederick Taylor, um, he proposed, and there were a number of other people that proposed this as well, but from what I understand, he was the most famous. He proposed the idea that by studying the science of work, boiling it down to a science and, and math, you could lead to higher output. So they did this. All of these like factory owners did exactly that. They studied the science of work. They brought in consultants and they looked at what is going on? Where is productivity being lost? They found that switching tasks and a number of other things, essentially trying to do the strategy work and the labor work at the same time, was leading to drops in productivity. So what did they do? Well, they started to separate the tasks. So now instead of one person being responsible for making the entire widget from beginning to end, 
uh, they would have six people who each specialized in a specific part of making the widget. And over time, what this created was a labor force that no longer understood how the entire widget was made. And as a quick side note, because you know I've got to throw some politics in there, that ended up leading to labor having less power in the workplace and so on and so forth. But we already talked about this, and I'm sure we will again in the future. Um, so back to the question of productivity. So they studied the, the workforce. They looked at all of these areas where... Um, productivity was being lost, where efficiency was being lost, and they improved it. They they separated the jobs, focused on each person doing their one thing. That meant that they could do that thing more efficiently with less time needing to switch, less time needing to think, and that led to increases in productivity. So it worked incredibly, incredibly well. Um, and so they reorganized everything to improve efficiency, and that became sort of the approach. Now, remember, this is during a time when the dominant approach to work was working in factories and putting together widgets. Um, fast forward to a little bit closer to the world we live in now, where work is, of course, that work still exists, but for a lot of people, work is much more like cognitive, it's digital, it's producing digital goods and services and marketing and accounting and so on and so forth. There's a lot less of like just a, a menial task that needs to be done and it's just significantly more complicated. So in this environment, we can no longer, companies can no longer track productivity in these same ways. We, we can't really measure it in the way that you could when the job was just to produce a widget. So what do you do? Well, you promote productivity as a self-practice, as something that you should aspire to. You, the laborer, should aspire to be more productive. But let's think again at where productivity came from. It came from producing widgets. If you could produce X number of widgets in the course of a day, you were more productive and that was good. So from the beginning, productivity was meant to focus on producing more, creating more, developing more. It's more, 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 more. That is the root of productivity. And so when it moved into the world that we live in today, where it's a much more cognitive thing and we all sort of like self-police our own productivity, it's still focused on more. It's about getting more done each day rather than doing the right work. So that's why productivity dominates. It's something that we all aspire to because it was we were told that we should aspire to it. Uh, that, that's pretty much what it comes down to. They told us we should aspire to be more productive because that means that we're going to get our time back and we're going to be able to um, uh, uh, focus on getting the most done and we're going to be more valuable and, and so on and so forth. But that is just not the world we live in today. Producing more isn't necessarily the right answer anymore. And so we run into this issue where each of us are truly dedicated and focused to how can I be more productive? How can I be more productive? How can I be more productive? When in actuality, I believe at least that we should really be focusing on being effective. So here's what I mean. Being effective is far more valuable than being productive in today's world, in the, the really cognitive-focused, complex world that we live in, where producing more isn't necessarily the answer. It's really about producing better. Um, 
being effective is far, far more valuable. It ensures that you're spending your time and energy on the right things. It ensures that resources are being spent on the right things. And so both from your perspective, the perspective of labor, and from the perspective of capital, being effective is far more important than being productive. Why would you take the time to complete 10 things on a list that doesn't matter? You would never do that. You would never do work that does not matter. Of course, unless your boss is telling you to, in which case you kind of have to, and that's on them. But if you had a choice and there were a list of items, some of those items mattered, some of those do not matter, you would not choose the list of things that don't matter just because they're easier to check off. No one would tell you that that's a good choice, and I don't believe that you would choose that to begin with. So that's the thing that we need to remember here. Productivity is not the right answer anymore. It was at some point, and we've kind of carried it over, never questioning if we should keep doing it, but it's no longer the right choice. Because at the end of the day, since productivity focuses on more really all it leads to is busyness, whereas effectiveness focuses on right, focusing on the right things, which ultimately leads to the ability to rest. And I know which one of those I want to choose. So let's talk a little bit about how you can be more effective if you've decided you want to go that route. The first thing is to sharpen the axe. So there's this quote, I'm pretty sure it's just like a folk tale, but I don't know, I really like it. It's the idea, uh, I think it was Lincoln, you know, Lincoln or Washington, or one of those people who apparently chopped down a cherry tree, where they were like, hey, if I was given such and such days to, to chop down a tree, I'd spend the first four days sharpening the axe, like that quote, right? You've, you've all heard that. Um, that's obviously a lie. That's obviously not true. No one actually ever said that, but... I think there's truth in it. I think that preparation is the root of effectiveness. Taking the time, taking the space to think about what it is you're working on rather than just putting things on a list and checking them off. That's how you become effective. Actually using that that beautiful mind that you have, that brilliant, brilliant brain that is nestled up there in your cranium. Using it. And asking yourself, is this the right thing to be working on? And if it's not, and you are in a position to change it, change it. If it's not, and you are not in a position to change it, talk to somebody who could change it. Obviously, assuming that you have that kind of ability to do that. Sometimes you can't, and that's totally fine. I mean, it's not. It's horrible, but you get my point. But use that brain of yours and ask yourself, is this the right thing to be working on? What am I working on right now? Sharpen the axe. Take the time to prepare. Once you've prepared, be super clear with what you're trying to accomplish. What is that outcome that you want to create? Because it's so easy for, for work, for scope to creep into the thing that you're doing before you even realize it. It's the entire reason my app isn't out yet. Because I keep sitting there and coming up with, oh, what, wouldn't it be cool if it did this and this and this and this and this? And all of a sudden, I'm like a year and a half into this thing and there's no app. You've got to be super clear with the outcome you want to create. And then never budge from that unless it's absolutely necessary. 
And then the last thing, and this is the one that I think is going to shock the most of you, but this is where that like radical revolutionary thinking comes from. If you want to be effective, you need to prioritize your health, you need to prioritize your rest, and you need to prioritize your joy over your work. I'm going to repeat that. If you want to be effective at work, you need to prioritize your health, your rest, and your joy. Because if you lose any one of those three things, you're going to fall into the trap of just getting a bunch of things done without having access to that beautiful little mind of yours to decide if it's the right thing to work on. You have to prioritize everything else over work. And that's the thing that makes effectiveness so very different from productivity. Because productivity tells you, here's your list of items, get these 15 things done today. I don't care what you need to sacrifice. Effectiveness tells you, here's your list of items, figure out what on here needs to be done and what's important. The only way you can do that is if you are in a good place to do that. So that's my spiel for the day. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. I encourage you, if you're listening on Spotify, to take today's poll. I've been doing polls with each of these episodes, as well as a Q&A, just to like get a gauge for how you're, you're vibing with these episodes and what you're thinking and, and what's going through your head. So take the poll, answer the Q&A if you're on Spotify. If you're not on Spotify, get on Spotify and take the poll and answer the Q&A. It's really not a complicated thing to do. Thank you so much for being here. I've been Greg Clunas, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>